Welcome back to another KM Canamo City Beat program. And today I'm joined by Nevada Mayor George Knox. And how are you today, George? I'm doing great. I hope you are too. Oh, yes, I'm always doing good here. But uh, today we're going to talk about the, some of the citizens showed up in a, recently at a city council meeting t- talking about the petition that they created and what they can kind of do to help out to save the Barone Care Center. Yeah, and if I can, let me back up just a little bit. Um, Some people know that I used to chair the long-term care board before I was elected to city council. Uh, And this year, uh, I've attended, I think I started attending the long-term care board meetings in October. Um, Just trying to catch up to date with what was happening out there and uh, it was very informative Uh, the staff was extremely helpful and transparent in the information that that was being given Um, you know it's a hard time Uh, you know we're we're all facing I think all healthcare institutions are facing number one the big c word in in the world is COVID and uh when you think about long-term care and you think about the nursing home itself, uh, you know, they've been extremely cautious in, in letting family members in, and, and rightfully so. And I know that hurts everybody. I know it hurts the patients, and I know it hurts the families. Uh, with regard to Barone, uh, you know, that's a that's like a sapphire uh, in the middle of uh, Missouri. I mean, it's a... It's an incredible place. I know when I was on the long-term care board, I would go there at least once a month. The, uh, the patients are a family. And uh, not that I, I know much about the, the, the situation with Alzheimer's. I do know that the residents are very attached to where they live. And I, I'm not so sure how they would adjust, you know, in being moved. I think what what the petition has showed is that, uh, as always in Nevada, we all come together to solve the problem. You know, we're not slinging mud at anybody. We're absolutely just trying to find out how they can be helped. And uh, I know the city is is ready and willing uh, to assist Barone and Morphew, for that matter. Uh, It's just we're going to have to define the parameters of of what kind of help uh, is needed. you know, I've heard that there was a, a good report from Barone's. Uh, they had a structural architecture or architectural engineer, and it appears, at least from their tour, that uh, there's not any extremely major issues that would cause the building to be closed. A lot of deferred maintenance issues. Uh, I know we never talked about deferred maintenance, you know, the years that I was on the board. So. Uh, this has probably highlighted it for us that, you know, we need to do a better job taking care of that building. And I think we will. And I think the, the gentleman that uh, spoke so eloquently at the, the meeting uh, about his petition, it's information we all probably need to know. And uh, nobody's uh, blaming anybody. All we want to do is get the, the situation fixed and make sure the residents are taken care of. And also when this uh, CDB program comes out, the council will have to elect some new board members also for the long-term That's care correct. board? That's correct. There's four vacancies on the long-term care board, and we hope to take care of that sometime. Uh, well, we're, we're talking to people uh, you know, now and, and Monday, and we hope uh, at our council meeting on Tuesday that we'll be able to appoint four new members. Once in the, that kind of gets settled down and hopefully information starts coming in for you guys and a plan might be able to be formed then to help with saving the building? Yeah, I think, you know, with what we heard on Tuesday night that uh, we have a lot of people that are, are willing to help in any way they can. I, I think, and I, I'm going back to my 
college president days, I, I think we need a strategic plan to make sure that we're heading in the right direction when and putting our residents first. And, and I'm sure with all the talented people that we have, we can get that done. So moving on here, talking about the council approving now a ordinance with Strukel Electric from Gerard, Kansas on helping with lighting it with the airport facility here in Nevada. <laughs> Absolutely. It's been a long time coming. Uh, you know, we finally got the federal money in. Uh, we finally ordered the lights, and uh, it's been way too overlong, uh, overlong uh, not to get those lights in. And I will tell you, one of the, the major reasons is, you know, since Peerless Products has moved to town, uh, their sales center appears to be oriented uh, right here out of Nevada. We took a wonderful tour of the building, and uh, you know they're talking about their future plans of clients flying in, uh, them picking them up, spending a couple of days in the plant, and uh, and looking around and, and seeing what's available from Peerless. So I I know that's one company that'll be using the airport quite a bit, and that will also mean people staying in our hotels and and eating in our restaurants. So. Uh, Hats off to Peerless. They, they're doing a marvelous job, and uh, we've finally got the lights ready to install. So it's a that's a win for us. Well, also recently with the disc golf tournament that City of Nevada hosted this past uh, two weeks ago, and then that brought in an estimated from fifteen to twenty thousand dollars. Also, it did. So. And you know, it was really interesting because I was out there for the tournament and. Uh, Gosh, all the players were asking, you know, well, where should we eat? This is what we want and, you know, and all that stuff. And so, gosh, we gave them a, a list of all our restaurants in town. And uh, the, the tournament was two days. I was there Saturday. And on Sunday, I, I saw a few of them at the restaurants that we frequent that I had had noticed. So, I mean, uh, it, it's really great. It's really great for the city of Nevada. And that disc golf thing is really a, something I'm not understanding, but everybody else does. And that's all that counts. <laughs> Yes, it's it's a becoming a popular thing throughout the nation. But uh, kind of moving on here now, uh, moving on to budget meetings here. So how are, yeah. how are the budget meetings really going before coming into December? Well, you know, I, I have to give credit, as always, to, uh, to Mark Mitchell and Bill Denman, our city treasurer. Last year was the first budget that, that Mark was directly involved in, and, and we purposely made it a lean budget. Uh, this year, we, we have a little bit more leeway. Uh, I think the way we're doing our budget meetings makes sense. Uh, we're, we're not meeting to discuss every single budget item in the city. We're taking it department by department. Uh, we just last week finished the Parks and Rec uh, budget, and, and we can see where we can improve things and help things, and we can see some things where we need some real help from the outside. Uh, I believe our budget meeting that we have on Tuesday night, we'll be talking about personnel. And, and, and my hope personally is is that we can do better for our employees. I, I know that, uh, again, our budget's always going to be tight. Uh, but I, I do believe we, we should try to take care of our city employees. And is there anything in the future plans with the budget that might help in the coming years that you guys have seen so far? Well, I think that... Um, being proactive and, and putting deferred maintenance up front also with our vehicles has, has made a big difference in not letting a piece of equipment just die and then saying, you know, oh, well, we need to buy a new a new one. Uh, I believe it was two years ago we had a real issue with the, the street sweeper, and 
you know, we all hemmed and hawed about whether we should replace that then. Um, and Mark came up with a brilliant idea to change uh, change out the hopper on the back that collects the, you know, the leaves. Uh, so that's that's kelp helped keep that on life support uh, you know for a couple of years and this year we'll go out and uh, and open one uh, buy a new one so yeah I think uh, like I said the, the combination of Mark Mitchell and Bill Demon has really done a lot for the city and uh, I feel comfortable with our financial standing would always like more money but uh, <laughs> but we're comfortable at the moment yeah. Well, thank you again, George, for joining me today and talking oh, about welcome. some yeah. topics that have recently come up and that are kind of important for the community to hear about with the budget and the Barone care facility, too. Absolutely. And we're looking forward to a great new year. Yes. Well, thank you again, George. That was Nevada Mayor George Knox here on another KM Canemo City Beat program. I'm Derek Campbell, and thank you for listening. <laughs>